Hey, welcome to Val's Word of the Day, where I'm passionate about resourcing you with biblical truths. And my hope is that you'd be transformed by the power of the gospel. Hey, if you're new here, welcome and thank you for uh, taking the time out of your day to listen. My prayer is that this content will help you grow in your relationship with, with Jesus. Also, if you haven't rated or reviewed this content, please take a moment to do so. That helps with um, exposure and getting the gospel out there. And big thank you to those sharing this podcast on your social media platforms. Wanted to say thank you. Really appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. So the title of today's episode is Defeating Discouragement. Defeating Discouragement. You and I will eventually get to a place in life where we will have to fight this giant called discouragement. And discouragement defined is is when we lose confidence or enthusiasm. When we lose confidence or enthusiasm. And life has a way of throwing curveballs at us. And if we're not careful, uh, discouragement will, will turn into despair very fast. Now, according to the Bible, John 16, tells us that in this world, we will have trouble. Trouble and suffering are a part of this Christian life. I mean, it's a promise. You and I will face hardships and we will get discouragement. Like that day is coming. And discouragement can be a result of many things. From, from job loss to unmet expectations in our relationship, relationships, uh, loss of a loved one, or we're simply just not happy in life because we thought we would be farther along by now. And one of the biggest lies of the enemy is this, you should be farther along by now. And I've believed this lie over and over And it's led me to a place of deep discouragement. And the lie goes something like this. Val, you've been a Christian for a long time. You shouldn't be struggling with this. You should be way farther along by now. And what do we do when we believe lies like this? We have a habit of, well, we look around and it seems like people are moving forward in life, but we feel stuck. And what happens is that comparison leads us to discouragement. And when we experience disappointment after disappointment, we get discouraged. And what happens is, honestly, we start to lose hope. So the question that I want to answer today is how do we defeat discouragement? Number one, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Comparison will rob us of our joy. See, I want us to understand that God has called you and I to be faithful in our sphere of influence. Like we're not competing with those around us. We are simply doing our best to be faithful in our homes, at work, in our relationships. And our job is to do our best with what God has given us. And we leave the outcome to the Lord. Because if we look around, we will get very discouraged. I mean, there will always be someone who's ahead of you 
So looking around is not the answer. Looking within is not the answer too. If we, if we are self-focused and we look within, we will find something wrong with ourselves. So then that poses the question. So, so where do we look? If we don't look around, we don't look within. When we are discouraged, we look up. We look to the Savior who is perfect. Well, what does that mean? That means we, we let his voice, we let the voice of God be the loudest in our lives. Because when we're discouraged, think about this. We have so many different voices coming at us. And we have to ask ourselves, whose voice will we choose to listen to when we are discouraged? Whose voice will we choose to listen to when we are discouraged? We can listen to voices from our past, or we can let God's word be the voice that leads us. So when we are discouraged, it's important we pay attention to our internal dialogue. Like, what are we telling ourselves? Because we can be very mean to ourselves. I mean, sometimes I am very hard on myself and I have to tell myself, and I will speak this out loud. When I'm discouraged, Val, God has been faithful to you. And I start to recall and remember how good and faithful God has been in my life. In Psalm 42, 11, a very famous text, David says, why my soul are you downcast? And he says, put your hope in God. Translation, look up. So when, we, when, when we're discouraged, we don't look around, we don't look within, we look up because our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And remember, you have your own unique race to run on this earth. So comparing ourselves to others is not the answer because comparison will lead you to a place of discouragement. So what do I do? I do my best to stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. And here's a question I want us to consider. How can I stay encouraged? How can I stay encouraged? You know, I want us to reflect on that because if I stay encouraged, I'm going to keep going. Because what is the goal of the enemy? The enemy wants to take you and I out of the game. And we have this short sliver of time on this earth to run our race. And I don't know about you, but I want to finish well. Second way we fight discouragement is by asking ourselves the question, what lie am I believing right now? What lie am I believing right now? In our social media world, you know, we are being bombarded with lies of what the good life really looks like. So be careful when you scroll, because before you know it, you will feel like you're a failure. Because the highlight reels will present a life that most of the time, honestly, doesn't even exist. So what lies are you believing? That's a good question to ask yourself. So we identify the lie and we replace it with the truth of God's word. We remind ourselves of his promises made to us. Isaiah 43, 2 says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. 
I remind myself of the promise of the gospel, especially when I feel discouraged, that I have a God who goes before me, that will never leave me. And it's that truth that sets me free. Now, another way we fight discouragement is by celebrating small victories, celebrating small victories. It's important we look at our lives and take note of the progress that we've made and we celebrate that. Now, are you where you want to be? Probably not, but you're not where you used to be. And I would encourage us, make celebration a discipline in your life. Learn to have an appreciation for where you are right now. Yes, we do our best to move forward in life. Yes and amen. But we need to be a people who are marked by gratitude. And if you feel entitled to something, chances are you're probably not going to be grateful for it. And all of us, we are all living a life out of either a place of gratitude or entitlement. Gratitude or entitlement. Entitlement says this, God, you owe me. That's what entitlement says. Lord, you owe me. Look at my efforts. Entitlement says, I did that. Gratitude says, everything that I have, including this breath, Lord, it's from you. It's from you. And hear me. Everything you and I have is given to us by God. And it is for God. You are where you are right now by the grace of God. Learn to give the Lord credit. Did you work hard to get to where you are? Yeah, sure you did. But it's God's grace that has taken you this far. And if we're going to defeat this giant called discouragement, we have to learn to celebrate small victories. And sometimes we are so discouraged, all we see is the loss we're dealing with in the discouragement. And this is where community comes in. So that our support system, our community can name the victories and the progress that they see in our lives. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. When we encourage each other, here's what we're doing. We are placing courage in others. I want us to think about that. When we encourage each other, we are placing courage in others. Discouragement is when we lose courage and enthusiasm. But when we encourage, here's what we're doing. We are placing enthusiasm and courage in other people. And I want to end on this. Sometimes we are discouraged because we feel like we can't seem to please God. And we wonder, is God proud of me? Am I serving him well? Am I doing enough for God? And if that's you, can I remind you that if you are in Christ, 
He loves you for just being you. You know, I tend to think that God loves me because of what I do for him. Because we live in a performance-based culture that says, if you do this, then you will be accepted. But can I remind you that God's love for you has not changed. You know what God wants the most from us? He doesn't want our works. He doesn't want our busyness. Yes, we serve in the church. Yes, we use our gifts for the glory of God. But the thing God wants from all of us is us. He wants our whole lives. So are you discouraged? Remind yourself of the gospel. That you're accepted. You're loved. You are his prized possession. 1 Peter 2.9 Bring your discouragement at the feet of Jesus. Because he understands. This is how Hebrews 4.15 would put it. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. I want to encourage you today. He understands and he is for you. He is for you. Take your discouragement to the Lord. This is Val's word of the day.